It is Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, and I am, re- it's 8.04. I'm really, really, really excited, because tonight, it's not Simcha and Nasi, it's Simcha and Nisim, which is really, really exciting. How are you? Baruch Hashem, long time. A lot of archives, and people were walking over to me, asking me archives, what about, I didn't know what I was talking about that night, so... <laughs> I said, I don't know what I'm talking about. They said, what do you mean you don't know what you're talking about? No, okay. But, uh, do, you, do you think we know what we're talking about? No, we really don't. I always before show, and anytime it's present, put my... Oh, I'm talking to myself now, right? Oh, now. no, okay, oh, no. So I know that I, well, it seems like we don't know what we're talking about, but we always pray to the Kaddish Baruch Hu that give us the right word that get from our art to your art. And That's the Amet is in all the years of therapy that I've done, I have a tefillah tzara that I say to myself before I start, and I find so many times that Hashem really, really, really helps me. I find so many times that Hashem helps me, and Hashem really, really gives me the right words. And I'm sure, though, know this. This is really something that uh, people don't realize that we, without Hakadosh Baruch Hu, we're nothing. We really are. We really are. I wanted to. I wanted. I had a message. I started writing it down. I was going to put. And I have a message for kids. That this is a very big time because now all holidays are over, and they're starting the winter. And starting now, a whole long stretch of school. And you know, some kids look forward to school, some kids don't. And for some kids, some for some kids, it's frightening. And there's a lot they think about, and especially for kids who might have difficulty with learning, and and they they go to school and and they start worrying. So I wanted to say that. I believe that what we need to focus on, kids, when you go to school, is learn how to learn Torah. What does that mean? It doesn't mean to learn how to learn a lot of Torah. It doesn't mean learn how to finish the Torah. It's impossible. Learn how to learn Torah. For some people, learning Torah is doing one thing, learning chumash. If that's what they could do, that's all they could do, then that's what it is. Some people are excelling in Gemara. Some people are even higher. To learn Torah, what you have to do is learn it, lishma, learn it because it's Hashem's Torah. And, if, and if, even if you don't do good on tests, even if you don't score well on tests, even if you don't get the questions right, and even if, if you're not doing it, but if you're sitting there, you're trying, and you're putting in your effort, and you're learning from your teachers, and you're learning from your obeyim, and you're getting the midot, and you're hearing the musar, and you're getting the inspiration, then you're learning how to learn Torah. And that's your job. And you know what? There have been times in my school that the best kid in the school was not the smartest kid in the school. And one had nothing to do with the other. The, 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 the smartest kid in the school doesn't necessarily have to end up being the best kid in the school. He's able to learn Torah. It's what a person does with the Torah. It's what a person does with the Torah that they learn. Not only learn inside, but learn outside. So all you need to do all you need to do is to just soak in the avir, soak in the environment, and make sure that you don't fall into the pit of becoming anti. 
that you don't fall into the pit of becoming, uh, uh, feeling like you don't belong. And if you feel that, and this is really the message that I want to give, if you ever feel that from any teacher, from any person that makes you feel that you're not wanted, makes you feel that you're not good enough, makes you feel that you're not, you're, that, that you're not quality, God forbid, because you're not learning up to par, then you need to go tell somebody. You need to go tell somebody close to you and tell them that this, I feel like, like garbage. And then you need to tell somebody because someone has to look at you and tell you that you really, really, there's nobody could ever feel that way. Nobody has a neshama Yehudi. Nobody has a Jewish soul that, 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 that's born with a Jewish soul, that's born with a neshama Yehudi, could ever feel like garbage. I've never in my life met a child, no matter what, when, where, that feel that way. And, and if you think that way, and, and if the place is making you feel like you don't belong, then, then the place doesn't belong with you. And that, that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Then you need a different place. We have a caller? Well, yes, we have a caller. But you, I want before this, that really there's something very important. I know that I address it in my show and, and, and spoke also with uh, Rabbi Weinberger about it. That it's, uh, I, I'm really asking to all of us, you know, this is a new year and all this stuff. Be, a little, first of all, patience. You know, patient to our kids, patient if it's parents, if it's, it's uh, um, rabbis, if it's morot, teachers. The whole idea that we, each kid is very unique. You know, I had a very, very uh, long conversation with quite a few teenagers during Sukkot, and uh, I felt that some of them really fell down to the system, pushed away, and uh, we are really as to be more patient and more open-minded to these kids, because really all of our kids are diamond, they're not polished, and Be'ezal Shem, we will just uh, try to this again. Patience, and it's not. It's not you, easy. It's not easy. But you know what my father used to say. Is there something I say? Tolerate everything, compromise nothing. What does that mean? That means I'm not going to tell you that you could do this. You can't do. You could. You could do this. You could do that. I'll tolerate it, but I'm not going to compromise. And what is the compromise? Nothing. That. No kid is a throwaway. When you tell a kid, eh, that you're not good enough for this, that means he's a throwaway. How can you guys, doesn't throw anybody away. So you know what? We need to help, help you get where you need to get. And I have so many stories. I have stories you can't even imagine of situations. Just, I, I had an opportunity over the holiday. I had opportunity where this, I needed a DJ to do a chesed. And this young man, this young man, and he's a DJ. And he was a student of mine from many, many years ago. And he donated his time for chesed for a kid's bar mitzvah. Belev Shalem, he was so happy to do it. And he, 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 he had such a, a, a gleam in his eye and in, 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 he's, he's a great DJ. Anybody wants Nathan Towell is a great DJ. But he, he was a kid, and he succeeded, and he pulled himself up. He's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful boy. And you know what? He wasn't like 
the A++ student. But he had so much more going for him. And the bottom line is, that's what every kid needs to feel like. They need to feel like they have something special to contribute. And to the Rebbeim and to the Moros, and I know you try hard to do this, I do. And I know it's really difficult, but every kid has something that they could give. Every kid has something that they could contribute. And you know what? It, it's just, if we need to just focus on that. But I think the most important thing is kids have to have patience with themselves. Yes. We want parents to have patience with the kids. We want teachers to have patience with the kids. Kids, be patient with yourselves. Give yourself a break and understand that Kadosh Baruch Hu created challenges in life. And this is one of the most challenging generations that has ever been. I haven't been in any other generation except for the one before this. And that was, that was maybe challenging. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> it had its own challenges. But this challenging generation is challenging for adults. It's challenging for children. Technology is consuming everybody. This is a test. It's harder, but when you succeed, you go so much further. Yes, you're right. So we have a, a full line. Oh, wow. No. Okay, let's start taking a call. Hello, you are on the air. It's Laser Diamond. How are you, Laser Diamond? Give me three things for kids number, for the next year. Number one, number one is good to learn Tyra. Keeps the HR away. It's good to learn Tyra. There's nothing else but learning Tyra. Yeah, because it keeps the world going. That's and like then, saying, you know, it keeps everything going. Tootsie Pop, that's like saying air. That's like saying air is a thing good thing. Learn, we learning and dominating. That's a good thing. Okay. It keeps a person the HR away. Next, number two. Number two is we need Mashiach already. Okay, I agree. I put my vote in. Number three. Number three is is is. You try your best. Okay. And even it's harder, and other rules you've got better. Three gems from Laser Diamond. Thank you, Laser Diamond. Have a Thank great you. Have a good week. Good night. Be well. Thank you. Two hundred twenty. Okay. Bye bye. Love that guy. Okay, you're on the air. Hi. How are you? Good. What's going I on? How I was... like your show so much. I do too, and it's because people like you call in. How is your Sukkot? Very good. What 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 what'd you do? You, you, you had... I went to my grandparents, and and I'm it was our first year making our sukkah. Really? So you went to your grandparents for the first days, the last days, what? The first days, and then we built a sukkah, much of um, Yom Kippur, and and That's then so we went on it in the second days. That is so exciting. That I'm a little jealous because you know what? That my my kids don't get to go to their grandparents because I'm the youngest, but. But that is so exciting to build your own. So did you decorate it and stuff? Yeah. That's so much fun. We didn't have so much decoration since it was our only first year. You know what? A lot is so... Sometimes you walk into a sukkah and you feel like you're walking into a lighting store. It's like too much. And, and, and it, it, it's you'll see. You'll see as the family grows, you're going to have... All the decorations and everybody's, every, all the kids' stuff they come up from school and all the pictures. It's gonna be, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm so happy. Are, are you, you started school? Yeah. Are you surviving? Yeah, a little. Yeah. Okay, what grade are you in? Fourth. Fourth grade. Okay, fourth is fun still. 
They're still, they're still letting you have some fun in fourth grade? Yeah, I like my teachers. Okay, that's good. That's good. So you're going to have a great, great winter. So you got to hold your breath till Hanukkah, right? Well, I'm excited for Hanukkah. I know, so I got to wait for Hanukkah. That's the next thing that's no, coming. No, because my brother's bar mitzvah in Hanukkah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. What date is your brother's bar mitzvah? I think it's like two or three days before Hanukkah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So it's just exciting time to have a party, to have everything. Great. And it's my first brother, so... Oh, man. So it's our first time having a bar mitzvah. So first time sukkah, first time bar mitzvah. So you got, you're going to have a great year full of first things. All right. You enjoy yourself, okay? Thank you so much for calling. I want you to know you are a perfect first caller. Thank you. you, you all, all good things. I hope it's always good for you. Okay. Okay, thanks for calling. Good night. Good night. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, hello, Mike. My teacher, he he talks. He has a Russian accent, and it's very hard to to to, to re- hear what he's saying because it sounds a little different. I'm used to American language, so what should I do? I tell you what you should do. You should thank Hashem for the opportunity to make your language have skills a challenge? better. You have language skills better now. You know what? So now you're going to be able to like learn how to listen to Russians. You can maybe go. Go open a store in Manhattan Beach. I don't know. <laughs> you, you, it's, it, you, you'll learn. You'll get used to anything, you know? What does he teach you? He teaches me math, science, history. He teaches me all periods. Okay, fine. Well, let me tell you. If he's Russian and he's teaching math, science, then he knows what he's talking about because they're pretty intelligent people. And uh, eventually, what you know what your challenge is? Learn yeah. how to imitate a Russian accent. Okay, fine. So thanks I, want, I want to tell you something. What about my Israeli accent? Did you like to listen to J Root Radio? Of course, I love so, it. So okay, so listen. Nisim, now. guess who it is? So okay, that's it. You know, so you get. Nisim Shlomo. Okay, so you listen to the yeah, Russian uh, accent and you accept it. You know. Thank you. Yeah, we I used to have we used to have a teacher from India. Wow. You don't talk like this. I will never invite you. And we used to Why always say. Holy cow. Okay. Alright, you're going to do well. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay, fine. Yeah, this now on this. So I try to get it to, and then, and I'll get used to it. And once I get used to it, I'll like him. Just don't go home talking Russian. Your parents will flip out. When I get used to it, I like him. Yeah, you're right. You will. Russian good people. Okay, thank you. Das Vidanya. <laughs> Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Anyways, so so that's right. Sometimes you have a teacher who comes in that looks like they have a, 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 a hello. You're on the air. Hello. hello. Goodbye. You're off the air. <laughs> Anyways, what what are the challenges? You know, something meeting new teachers is always like. Always nerve wracking, and in in there Israel, I was my first grade, my first day in ninth grade. We were walking down the hallway, and there was this um, this kid from the south. He came from Georgia, so he saw uh, um, he saw a, a a black man in the hallway. So he walks over to the guy and he says, "Excuse me, the bathroom's a pigsty." Maybe you want to clean it up. 
So the guy says, okay. Well, we walked into math class that day. We realized that the guy was our math teacher. And he told the guy to clean up the bathroom because he thought he was a janitor because he was a little bit racist and he was really wasn't very nice. But the guy said to him, uh, yes, you did fail math, so don't even try. But uh, sometimes you meet new teachers, it's a little a, a little scary. But... Uh, I think most of the teachers are human and they're very nice people. They're trying to teach, our, to touch ourselves. Many times we have like, uh, you know, the hot kudumot, I would say. Right. That, uh, we kind of perspective, uh, perspective uh, on the other life, you know, and that's right. we just block ourselves. Unfortunately, we block ourselves from getting the real truth, you know. Right, 100%. But you know what? It, it, I think what's very good is when kids tell each other the uh, the tell each other the the what the teacher the good points of the teacher or the bad points of the teacher. This way, kid knows how to handle it. My older kids will tell my younger kids like how to deal with the teacher. But by and large, my kids go to school. Chavos Chaim, I mean, haven't had a bad experience yet. I had some unbelievable bam, unbelievable teachers. Kids come out really knowing things. My kids do well, and you know what. School is just school. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I mean, learning Torah, I don't consider that school, really. Learning Torah is learning Torah. It's, it's, school is like, you know, all the testing and stuff. Okay, what are you going to do? It's, it's part of life. But uh, it motivates you to achieve. But uh, I think that what I want to encourage everybody is if you have, if something is making you feel bad, Somebody's making you feel bad. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't think that it's not, don't think that you shouldn't tell it to somebody. There's nothing wrong with telling somebody when something's wrong. Nobody's going to call you a baby. Nobody's going to call you a loser. People, it's, you can't let something like that affect your whole year. And I remember one time in school, somebody was really bothering me and I didn't tell anybody. And I look back and I say, like, how silly was I? If I would have just mentioned to somebody that this guy was bothering me, he was bullying me, he was making me feel so bad. And and if I would have just mentioned it to somebody, you know what? When I finally did, I found out that there were four other kids that had the same problem. And and how would I know? Because everybody was terrorized by him. So we have four kids plus me. So we had already half a million. And we'll be able to do something about it. And we have five nerds walking together against one bully. The bully gets scared a little bit. <laughs> it was we, we we were together. We stood together. And we said like, "Hey, get lost! You, you, you know, you're not going to bother us anymore." And and but it wasn't even even if he continued to bully us. But we knew that we weren't alone. Before that, I thought it was all me. I thought, "What's wrong with me?" You know what? Tell somebody about it. Talk to somebody about it. Call me. I'm here. Talk about it. Ask Dr. Simcha at gmail.com. Email me. Text the station with the question. They pass it on to me. That's the whole point. Our show, we communicate. We're here. We're open-ended. Uh, you know, listen. I'm, uh, I try and be as, as available to answer, answer questions and Nisim will reach out to me, get in touch with me. But don't Keep it to yourself.
because I know if I have something that bothers me, I have certain people in my life, I go and I speak it over with them. Only because a lot of times I want to hear, am I nuts? Is there something wrong with me? Maybe I shouldn't be upset. I was like really upset about something. So I went, I called up my best friend. I said, can I just run something by you? Am I wrong? And he, he, expre- he ex- explained to me, expressed to me how maybe I was looking at it the wrong way. Got off the phone, it felt so much better. If I would have let it fester and fester and fester inside of me, it went to it went to work. So I think that that's a really really important thing. And uh, we have uh, some listeners. We do. Yeah. And some callers. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. How you doing? Good. Tell me something exciting. What's going on? Nothing. Nothing. That could be a good thing because it's 8.25 at night. So what should be going on except you're listening to me? How's school? Good. What grade are you in? Second. Second grade. Second grade is always fun, no matter what. Because, cause, cause I mean, I think, do you have fun in second grade? Yeah. Okay, see? I know a second grade teacher and he's always happy. Because second graders, they're, they're still fresh. They're like, you know... Second graders are fun. They like stories. You can sing with them. They like to sing. Right. Third yeah. graders are already, eh, I don't want to sing. I'm, right. I'm not a baby. Second graders, geschmack. You're happy to be in second grade because you're not in first grade anymore. Right. Okay. So what what did you learn? What what are you learning in second grade? What homish? Hi Sarah. Hi It's like, well, it's hard. I have a lot of favorites. But that's very, very, very chasha. Because Chai Sarah was, Sarah Imenu was like, she was like the bomb. She was like really Sarah Imenu. Can't get better than her, right? Right. So where are you up to? Okay. You're going to have a great year, okay? Okay. Thank you for calling in. Okay. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good, Baruch Hashem. Talk to me, what's going on? Um, I'm from Kastara, I went to Bar Park. Yeah. And um, it was just a lot of fun and they had a lot of candy. Really? You know what, I think it's such a healthy thing. I was seeing videos of... The simcha and what? the dance. It's such a healthy thing. I saw videos of the simcha and the dancing in the streets. And you know what? Yeah. It's it's and a view. Here in Borough Park, in, Mo- oh, in, in yeah. Moisberg, in Crown Heights. You see, yeah. it's 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 mamish, mamish. It's like almost a different world. And it, it's, it's just a beautiful thing to see people dancing for the Torah. It just makes me really? very. I get very, very emotional when I see people dancing at Hasnas. I see people, I love to dance, but I see people dancing with the Torah. It just makes me very emotional. Because you know what? We have something real to be happy about. You know what I mean? Yeah, because we finished the whole Torah. But it's not just we finished, we have the whole Torah. It's ours. The Gemara in Kedushan says that a person learns Torah, it becomes his own. Hashem. The Chazdo in his chesed gave it to us. 
So we can hold it and we can carry it and we can embrace it and we can kiss it and we can love it. What a gift. Huh? It's such a gift. Right. So it's 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 not just Okay. All right. I hear the cars passing thank by. Thank you. All right, thanks for calling. I love yours. I love it too. Thank you. Hi, you're on the air. Uh, me? Yes, you. Hi. Um, how do you deal with that, like, bullying you on your block and, like, taking away all your friends and everything? Ooh, I would involve my parents immediately. Yeah, I did, but, like, she, like, ready, I already don't have one friend already. So I think that what your parents need to do is they need to strategize about how to get the friends back. And, like, a good party will do that. Like inviting kids over on Shabbos for like an Oneg or Shabbos party and get all the kids involved, even the bully, and invite them for something nice. I know, but this other kid, she moved away, but like we took her everywhere and whatever. She like just turned on me. How old are you? Twelve. Twelve. That's a that's an age where that happens. You need to understand something, that nobody could take friends away from you because... If, if if you had friends once, that means you're going to have friends again. If you had a friend disorder, okay, then you'd have to force people to be your friends like this person is. So be yourself and try and, and, and I think the biggest thing that prevents you is that you're afraid because they're all with this other person and you're afraid of like trying to win them back. But you go for it. You you do do individually invite kids over start you know start having a good time and like do things that kids like to do like maybe like do something on a Sunday and invite one of the kids to go with you that always works that 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 always works but don't be intimidated don't be intimidated nobody could do that to you okay. And, Thank you. And if you have to involve your parents, involve your parents. Okay. Okay. Thank you for calling. Hello. 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 How are you? Um, my my teacher once she um I switched seats by by English with my friend and and then 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 she then she um then she then she. Then she 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 said she said she she let it and then the next day she she didn't let us. Well, what grade are you in? What? Okay. Well, you know what? Sometimes teachers make decisions and they generally know what they're talking about. So in the school begin school just started. So it's it's I wouldn't get nervous about it. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. How you doing? I like school. Oh, I'm so happy for you. That's so great. That takes care of 90% of your problems. Because you're going to be in school for a long time. How old yeah. are you? How old are you? How old are you? <laughs> you don't want to say? No. Okay. Well, you you don't sound like you're 21. <laughs> Anyways, you like school? That's good. What do you like about school? Everything. Okay. Even the food? No. Ah, see that? 
But it's okay. So you get as long as they feed you at home, right? Yeah. Okay. Thank you for calling. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Um, I have a very good example. A few minutes ago, I heard you saying about someone. I came to the show. I heard saying about someone forcing you to be a friend. Right. So I have a girl in my class who really I could see that she wants to be my friend. It's just I don't exactly know if I want to be hers. Like sometimes she can act inappropriate. But I know that every time like she asks me for something, she'll ask me like, "You sure? Are you positive?" She'll make sure everything she does I'm okay with. And it really annoys me. What do we do about that? Well, why is she asking if you're okay? She really she really wants to be your friend. Um, because she wants to make sure, like, everything she does uh, will make me happy. But the thing is, if I don't want to be her friend, why is she doing that? Do you maybe know why? Or Well, I think, that may, that? I think that maybe if she's feeling that you don't want to be her friend, then that's a really, really bad feeling to have. So she she's probably reacting to that. So my question is, though, um, why I would think that if someone really wanted to be my friend, I would want to be friends with a person like that because I think that, that that's a pretty flattering thing. Right, but I've seen her, her when she does things that are not right, and I've seen her do that, so I don't want to be friends with such a kid. But, but, may, but maybe she needs a good friend like you that could influence her to do things that are right. She Maybe she doesn't even realize she's doing these things and she needs to have I, a friend. I see that, but the thing is, I feel very, very bad um, telling her straight out or anything. Not not like I don't want to be a friend. Or I just feel bad telling her anything because I know that she has a lot of problems in her house. And but, like, but imagine, it's very hard for her. But, but see, here's the thing. You have a good heart and you feel bad telling her things. Then you've got to know that telling her things is nowhere near as bad as rejecting her. Right. So we, what do I do? I would tell her like this. I would say, you know what? I really like you and I really want to be your friend. But there are certain things that you do that make me uncomfortable. So could we like just, not that you're doing something wrong, but there are certain things I'm not comfortable with. So let's make a good plan. Let's be friends and just eliminate these things. I know. That's a good idea. Okay. And, this, and then this way... If she really wants to be your friend, and you say, like, I, you really want to do things that make me feel good, and I see that, and I appreciate that. So this is just to make me feel good. If you make it about you, and not... her, she just wants me to be her friend. Right, but I'm saying, but if you make it about her, mm -hmm. if you say you're doing something wrong, then she's going to feel bad. If you say, it's me, it's my preference, yeah. so then, then she's not going to feel bad. I'll give you an example. When, if I'm going to a place, I don't trust, let's say I don't trust the kashrut in the place. Yeah. I don't want to insult them. Yeah. So I'll say, I'll say, I, I don't really eat meat late at night. Yeah. So I have this thing that I don't eat meat late at night. I get heartburn. So please don't be insulted if I don't eat meat. It's just I don't, I don't eat meat at late yeah. at night, which is not a, a lie. It's the truth. And, and, and so they're not insulted because it's about me. But if right. I come in and I say, so like, you know, I'm really not eating because like, I'm not sure what Hector it is. And like, I don't want to like get into fakers. So if you want I'll me to come that, up. I'll take into consideration. Right. Okay. Uh, thank you thank for calling. You. Bye. Bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. I know, I know this topic has been on for this week, but I want to, I want to message something. 
Guess I what? If you think it's important, then the topic is on. Um, I have the seat. It's a very good seat, but you're like I'm next to the lunch. I don't know at all. And I'm next to the seat. I see two people that got me really nauseous, and I can't stand them. What should I do? Whoa. Why can't you stand them? Because they just got me nauseous. Like, um, like, I don't know, they, like, lick up their hands, and they're all dirty, and, like, they're, like, kind of like a, like, they're like a slob. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, well, I, I wouldn't confront them with that. And I wouldn't say that, hey, you make I me... I know, s- but she, like, she gets me really nauseous. Today, I was in, my teacher's like, yeah. So I told her, I feel like I'm going to throw up. I'm really, really nauseous. Can I go out? And she said, we're four shlema. Aha, aha. What grade are you in? Fifth. Fifth grade. Um, do you think that, do you think that your teacher would understand if you, like, discussed that with them? No, my hero for sure not. Like, I told my English one also that my teacher, that my Hebrew teacher said her first name on. She said that she can't switch the seats because my Hebrew teacher even got very upset because she said nobody talk about it for two weeks. But, but I, 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 I think that, you know what? I think that this is a great opportunity. This is a great opportunity for you to be able to try and handle things that are difficult. Because you know what? In life, but in life, you're going to be having situations where things are going to be difficult, and and it's going to be it's going to be hard. And I'm not saying it's easy, but if you can learn how to tolerate things, you can learn how to live with things. You'll be a stronger person in life. Because I can guarantee you, you're a young kid. Your life, yeah, I, I can guarantee you that now you're a young kid. Your life is not, I mean, I hope you have the most beautiful, wonderful life. But even the luckiest people have bumps in the road. And you know what? I, 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 I once had to sit on a 16-hour bus ride next to some big, fat lady who smelled like salami. And there was nowhere to go. In the beginning, I was like going nuts. But eventually... I came to the understanding that you know what I survived. I got yeah, off the bus. It's not like she's on the like. It's not like she's on the bus. She's sitting next to me for like the rest of the year, or like. Well, like, a I long don't know. Time. I don't know if any and teacher keeps seats like for the rest of the year. And I think at the beginning of the year, teachers don't like to change seats because they just don't like to because they don't want to start with changing seats. I'm sure at a week or two or three, a teacher would be more like easy going to listen to. To a request, right? But like, she, like, I'm a very neat person. Like, I don't like, and like, crawl next to me, next to my, like, be like next to my desk, where I like. So how do you go? So how do you go outside in the street if it's like, if you need things so neat? Are you able to walk around the streets? Yeah, but just like for myself, I can't. Ah, so I, I, are you gonna be able? Are you gonna be able to? In life, in yeshiva, in school, you always encounter people. That, that are not going to be exactly like you. I oh, think that it's. I think that it's a good opportunity, to. It's a good opportunity to, to, get used to things that you're not accustomed to. Oh, but also, 
Um, I want to tell you that my mother just had a baby. Mazel tov. What'd she have? Mabruk. A boy. A boy. So you have a bris coming up? Yeah. Okay, so now who cares about who's sitting next to you in school? You have a baby. So what are you thinking about? Why are you thinking about who's sitting next to you in school? You go home, and guess what? The baby's going to make a mess. Of course. And his name is, and we're probably naming him Shlomo. You're probably naming him Shlomo? Okay. Shlomo's yeah. a good name. What? Shlomo is a good name. Uh-huh. Okay. Just Shlomo? Not, not a second name? I don't know. Okay. Keep us posted. Okay, thank you for calling. And also, my sister wants to speak. Okay. Wow. You know what? Okay. Hello. Hi, how are you, sister? Good Um, I don't know if it's a topic or not. Um, I have a teacher that's, um, she's like, she's a good teacher. She's cute and everything. But, like, sometimes she could get really boring. Okay, guess what? If you're saying that she's boring now, you haven't heard her long enough to tell her she's boring. Call me in two months to tell me if she's still boring, okay? Okay, let me, let me tell you. First of all, say mazal tov to your mom. And mom, your mom already home? Or that's why your phone call? Is she home yes. from the hospital or you just have free reign of the phone? Yeah, she's home. Oh, okay, she's home? So, so okay. tell, tell her mazal tov from J-Roots Radio and to your uh, uh, okay, father and, and all the family. And the, okay? and the bris okay. should be ve'itai v'zmane. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, good evening. Good evening. How are you? Baruch Hashem, great. Yourself? I am fabulous. How was I want to thank you and all the announcers on J-Root for the beautiful programming and music, and we really needed this in our community, and we're very grateful to have you all. Thank you. We're very great. First of all, I can't take credit. I take credit for my hour, but I'm grateful, as well as you, to be part of, first of all, for the times that are not here, they listen to Jay Root, but that that to Nisiv and to, to being part of this, I think that it's beautiful. Hakar Tov, this week's last week's parsha, Hakar Tov with Adam Rishon. You know, every parsha you have Hakar Tov. It's amazing. But this is Bechazal say Aishash and that that he was he wasn't Makar Tov, and so Hakar Tov is a fabulous midah. I think that my Rav said this week. It all starts with that. All right, um, the community, I'm sure, has a big hakar satov to all of you. Thank you. Um, now for the matter. Um, my younger 12-year-old daughter called before about the bullying. Yes. And you recommended speaking to the parents. Yes. No, so that, that you speak like to her parents. This, I tried approaching the mother. We were, were <laughs> I'm trying to keep it is, but we were friendly, obviously, with attention. It's not so comfortable anymore. And um, basically, she's in denial of her child's condition, and she thinks it's um, a fight, not a bully thing. I told her um, a bully thing that children can't handle. A fight the kids should learn to work at. I, I agree with her. But I do feel, and I did consult a professional, that a bully thing, the parents have to get involved. So this is going on for two years. So um, nice. she used to handle her daughter, but now she feels she can't do it anymore. She's not putting a muzzle on her daughter, to quote her. And she just lets her daughter come and do whatever she pleases. If it were my kid, I would say, look here, you, you don't stop bothering this child. You're going to stay in the house for a few days. That, wouldn't that put them in their place? I, I think that it's, very, it's, it's a very big nisayon to have a child like that. And it's a very big test for that parent to have a child like that. Um, I feel bad that, that 
that she hasn't been able to to find the right help on how to deal with that child. I'm sure the child's not easy at home for her. Um, no, she said she is not an easy child, and she has a lot of problems from her, but she's making problems for, I don't know why she chose my daughter. There's about, can I know her, 60 kids on the block. So I think your daughter um, needs to become... Uh, you know, 12 of which are my daughter's age and type. Like, she's I, in between I think, my daughter, I, and uh, we try being friendly to her. And I she think just, that I don't know. I don't think, I, for I, lack of a better word, every year for some reason she comes and backstabs my daughter and I, takes whatever friends. Like if my daughter's playing with one girl, the next uh, within the next week she's already playing with this girl that my daughter's playing so, with. So, so I have to my tell daughter's you playing with another girl, so she tries to find another friend. Then she's already playing with this other girl that my daughter picks up, and she also she sits on the stoop with her hand over her mouth. You know when they tell okay. secrets in in public and they like look at you and make you feel uncomfortable and pretend they're talking about you, uh, things like that. So uh, I did try to approach the girl, what, uh, what? you know, and talk to her myself. And the mother is all up in arms. How dare okay. I speak to her daughter? Okay, so I, said, I don't. Well, I don't. Has to explain I, to her this I, is not proper behavior. I, Especially, um, I, I asked this girl, "Did my daughter do anything to you?" And you know, she didn't even answer me. Okay. I think that I think that I, first of all, I hear your frustration, and it, it, it saddens me that you're so frustrated. And I, I, I what I want to tell you is. What I want to tell you is that by talking to the girl and by confronting the parent, you're evidently not going to get her to see what's going on. And that's not that's not going to be the way to eliminate it. So take this muscle. If you take an empty cup and you try and take the air out of the cup, you're not going to get the air out of the cup. Fill the cup up with water. The air leaves. The problem is if you that this girl is, is taking up all the space. If you... And you co- you coordinate that your daughter does things, and, and, and you generate a popularity for your daughter by becoming, you know, a, an active positive element in the block of having things that are exciting and fun for the other twelve year olds on the block, and include this other girl also. Don't exclude her, God forbid. But like, if you want to have, like, there's so many twelve year old girls that are like fun. They do like lots of fun things. You can have carnival or all sorts of silly things that, that they can, uh, projects they can work on and, and like a, a huge Shabbos party or something, then you know what? Then the girls are going to end up by you anyways. And you should ha- help your daughter win over the other girls, but not exclude that girl. Win over all the girls. Because this girl apparently feels that she can only have friends if she if she seduces them and pulls them away. So you could use the same tactic, but in a way to help your daughter and also help her. I hear the point. Just so we're inviting this girl who has been hurting my daughter very badly for the, the past three months. You're inviting, you're inviting all the girls. How does that sit with everybody? No, you're inviting all the girls. And you know Even what? You're not uninviting her. You're not uninviting her. Let, let me tell you something. The big nebuch is in a girl like that is feeling very rejected, and so her way of handling rejection is by by forcing people to be your friends. It's a huge mm-hmm. nebuch. And you know what? And she's she's and she, if she has problems, then I, I I think that you also would be teaching your child that that the way the way to help a person has problems is is not to do to them what they're doing to you. It's to protect yourself, to be smart, to get your friends back. 
and make sure that you tell the person, the person will realize, you know what, hey, she didn't do to me what I did to her. That's that's the meat of the Rebbeinu Shalom. You know, the, I can tell you two seconds. Kosh Baruch Hu, after Adam and Chava ate, ate from the Eitz Adas, so they made themselves coverings, and then it says, Kosh Baruch Hu sewed for them clothing. Why are you sewing them clothing? They blew it. Let them go fend for themselves and get their own clothing. Because Kosh Baruch Hu said, no, you know what? You you ruined my Gan Eden by eating from the Eitz Adas, but you need clothing. I want to show you what, what it's like. I'm going to do for you. I'm going to do for you anyways. And that's Mahu Rachum Avatar That's what it means. Teach your kid. You know what? It doesn't matter what somebody does for you. You do the right thing. And it's not right to exclude anybody. Just because she did it, don't become like her. Be like the Avishter and do the right thing. Hashem's going to give you a lot of Hatzlacha. Hashem's going to give you a lot of We're going to work on it for the Shabbos, Mitzvah. Okay. And um, the thing is, if we do include her, but she continues to act in her, like you said, it's like the Ribbon Shalom, so if she acts in her ungodly way, I guess I call back or just let you I know what I, happened I, I, either I want, way. Let me I think you should. Uh, Simcha, Contact uh, me, ask Dr. Simcha at Gmail. Okay. Okay, okay I, I, I would I would say that uh, most important that in these cases pray for her. Take a piece of paper, write a name, and pray for her. That will be a more Yiddish guide, and this is give you also the encouragement to be to behave nice. You know, just write a name and pray that we'll be you know together. <laughs> I love that. And, and I tell you, this is the, the it's working. It's really working. The power of the tefillah, the power of will to change ourselves. You know, it change ourselves. Given ourselves the chizuk that Akadosh Baruch will give us the option to change ourselves and other people around us. I, I first of all, I just want to say one thing. I appreciate so much that a parent calls in after a child and discusses with us what the child spoke. You are such a attuned parent, and you're so so on top of things. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. But you, the fact, I think that it's so great that you're. Showing your kid that you're supporting her and you're helping her. So one of the biggest things that a kid gets when someone bullies them is to feel miyuash, to feel defeated. I'm sure with your helping and your attitude, that your daughter's not feeling. Mitzvah you're going to solve the problem. But the idea of praying is, is the best thing. I agree. Thank you so much for calling. You, you really enriched the show tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a good job. Shabbos. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. How are you? Um, Bar Hashem. What? Basically, my teacher is really, really picking on me, oh, and yeah. I don't do anything wrong. Are you a nose? Really? Hmm? Are you a nose? No. Because when I had a teacher picked on me, I said, I'm not a nose. Why are you picking on me? <laughs> How is I she? Really, I really don't know. She's really, really picking on me, and I want to switch classes, but I have friends in my class. Okay. So I have I have a suggestion. If you feel what grade are you in? Fifth. Fifth grade. Um, are you is 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 this the type of school where your parents have a relationship with with the principal or the assistant principal? Yeah. Okay. So I would have your parents call up in in a very in a very discreet way, not in a we're gonna 
we're going to take this down and so say we have a problem. My daughter feels that teacher's picking on, on her. And could you look into it and see what's going on? And you know what? It's very possible that that you're right and teacher doesn't even realize it. And if 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 that is the case, then hopefully the principal will be able to make a decision of like how to help the situation in a very in a very like soft way. And there are many different ways. Principals have different ways. Without what you don't want to do is you don't want to create a balagan. You don't want to like make a whole big scene and, and like get the teacher upset because then that 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 never works. But okay. uh, like I'll give you an example. When I was a principal, I and someone told me that they felt the teacher was picking on their kid, so I would observe the class, just like Azoi, just and once or twice, and then I would give the teacher a lot of feedback. I'd say you did this great, you did that great, you know this that. And I noticed that, you know, you're a little hard on this kid. Maybe you need to, like, lay off a little bit. And this way, teachers always listen. Okay? Okay. Don't worry. That's the main thing. Okay. okay? Thank, Thank you, you so much for calling. This is a great question. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Bye. Hi. Hi, how are you? You got to lower your radio. Hi, how are you? Good. Um, I have like a thing that um, it's I'm get sometimes scared, like from what's happening in Eretz Yisrael. Oh, yeah. You're not alone. I'm also scared about what's happening in Eretz Yisrael. It's a scary thing. There's nothing, nothing abnormal about about being scared. But the only thing is like this: our scared is different than everybody else is scared because we know what we need to do when we're scared. When we dive in Hashem, listen. And when these things happen, because Rabbi Rucham Lubavitch says these things happen in order to generate us to reach to Him and to cry to Him and to be Makadish Shem Shemayim. So we, if, so I'm not saying we cause things, I'm not saying it's because of us, but I'm saying we could help it and we could change it and we could, we could dive into Hashem. And, and, and it's, 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 it's such a terrible situation. Such a terrible situation. So what can I do? Davin. 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 Like, let's say, like, I hear, like, like, let's say I hear, like, scary noises at night. Well, scary noises at night over here have nothing to do no, with Eretz Yisrael. I'm just imagining it, but I'm but, still got scared. Well, but that's called, that's called generalizing your, your fear because you're in an unsettled state because the things that are installed, so it makes you feel unsettled. But guess what? We're like 6,000 miles away from Israel. Very far away. Yeah, but there's still stuff going on here. Yes and no, but we have to be careful. We have to be a little bit more wary. But you know what? We don't, we don't run around so much. We go to school, we come home, we do things. And we have to rely on Hashem. Hashem is showing us that He is the one that protects us. That's what he's showing us. He's showing us that we need to look at him, and it's him that protects us. Not walls, not doors, not locks. It's Hashem. And, and it's a very hard thing. I can tell you, I am with you a thousand percent. When I was walking down the street, and I saw a lot of people that didn't make me comfortable, 
I actually walked in the middle of the street, like after the cars. So I didn't want to walk down the sidewalk with a group of people that looked like they were just not not from my nation, if you get my drift. But that, what am I supposed to do? I, 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 it affects us all. I, I'm going out and I'm walking and I'm doing things. I'm not staying at home and, and like, you know, chaining myself to my sofa. But we have to be careful. Okay? Okay, thank you I hope so I much. helped you. Have a good night. I hope I helped you. Have a good night. Hello? What do you say? Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Great. Um, regarding the caller before, that has the fear about what's going on at your show. So, um, I heard from my friend who heard from Rafkhan Kanyaski. He said that now that the Bakram just arrived back to Eretz Yisrael, he said the all things that's going on is going to stop because oh. you know this is all going on to Bena's mind. There's no there wasn't as much as learning as usual now. All the Bachman came back to America. He said it's going to slow down and stop. Hashem, it should be true, and it definitely makes sense. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you, thank, thank you. you so much. It's a great point. Thank okay. you. So, Simcha, it's time. Blank with you is always no boring. You know, no boring. It's not boring. Oh boy, I'm so happy oh, to be boy. back. Oh boy, we had a lot of good callers tonight. Yes, yes. I want to say that. Uh, you know, first of all, you know, many, many uh, months I wasn't with you, right? I know. I missed you so much. Yeah, I, you know, I think that, uh, first of all, it was a big, big Mazal Tov Mabuk to Nusen. He got a driving license. Mazal Tov! Uh, that's why he, he couldn't... I thought you were going to tell me he got married. I said, oh! No, 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 no. He got the driving license, so it's just, uh, it's really, so he is so exciting. They couldn't stay here. In the, in the I studio. hear you. But they're done that. And... <laughs> It's still shaking from the the test. What today? Yeah, and you run, you know, you're running with one end on the wheel and one end in the window, so just, you know, <laughs> and waving to everybody. So I love um, it. <laughs> I get, I okay. get a call of a telemazel. Oh, that's okay. great. And uh, mazel tov to our, you know, first of mazel tov to me, you know. Why? It's my birthday today. Today's your birthday. Yeah, it's the bet b'cheshbon. Yeah, we'll let it And yesterday was for Elchanan Hamada, you know. Oh wow! And tomorrow Gimel, and after tomorrow, tomorrow Gimel Becheshban. It's the yard of Chacham Ovad Yosef. Really, my so, father's yard side is Tedvav Cheshvan. My father didn't want he had yard side Tedvav Cheshvan. He said to my mother, "I don't want to die in Tishrei because my brother's yard side is in Tishrei." He didn't want my mother to have two yard sites in the same month. So he waited. They told yeah. him he, he 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 slept it along. Well, so you know, uh, you know, we have thirty. Oh, We're out of time. Thirty seconds. Well, thirty seconds. 30 but seconds. I see. I see. It's different than when Nussin's here. We go over. We're not going over. <laughs> I wanted to say I wish Hatzlacha Rabbah to all of our kids. You are the foundation of Am Yisrael. You are going to take us into Mashiach. You are going to be marching us into Mashiach to Eretz Yisrael. It's you, because Mashiach is going to come tomorrow, and in 20 years, you're going to be 30 and 40, and you're going to be you're going to be doing it. You're going to be doing it. It's you. Yes. So keep doing what you're doing. And, 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 the, uh, and hopefully it's today. 
We got, you know, we will declare, you know, on your, on your, on this radio. That's right. J Root's going to be, if you hear it on J Root, it's true. If you hear it on WABC, don't believe it. Yes. We said the Mashiach coming here. Let's go. It's, it's you know? not Shaykh. Mashiach is here. He's here. He just has to, Hashem has to give him the ability to reveal himself. Okay. I wonder if the Mashiach knows who he is. Okay. <laughs> so, Dr. Rabbi Simcha Kohen. Yes, Thank you. Simcha. Thank you. Okay. Oi. All the best. All the best. I want to say one thing. Do you know every year I know I'm going over, I don't care. I mean I do care about it. Okay, okay, then I say. Have a good week. We'll see you no, next week. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.